Hey everyone, have you ever just wanted to throw women's rights and feminism, like, you know, right out the window and go back to caveman times where women just stayed home, you know, got pregnant? No? Okay, but what if it was with a group of, say, like, a dozen really hot motorcycle guys? Still no. Okay, well, what if biology did not give you a choice and... Every three to six months or so, you went into an uncontrollable heat and needed to get knotted repeatedly by all of your chosen alphas for it to end and put you out of your misery. Well, okay, because this week we're going to talk about just that scenario. So curl up with your coziest pillows and your fluffiest blankets in your nest because we're getting into Baby in the Late Night Howlers by Catherine Moon because hashtag wham bam not you ma'am. Welcome back, everyone. This is DNF Happy Hour. If you're a listener of Read, Watch, or DNF, you'll recognize us, Mel B, Jackie D, your hosts. Last week, we talked about vampires that uh, don't sparkle. This week, it's all about sticking our foot in the shallow end of the Omegaverse. Or toes. <laughs> just like tippy toes. Or just kind of like look at it a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, just a warning, we record these after our main show, so we are a bit sloshed, you know, not sloppy though. So we are a hashtag sorry, not sorry for whatever is about to come out of our mouth. Let me set the scene for you. Not too long ago, when I was still deep into the book talk. I witnessed this surge of the strangest book recommendations. You remember I got into that dark thread and then it got a little weird, paranormal. This was just so out there for me because I never understood what they were talking about. So this group of women, they look normal, but they were raving about these Omegaverse books. And I'm like, what does that even mean? But the shit that was coming out of their mouths when they were describing this book literally had me just like backing away slowly and not making any sudden movements. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe. You know, trying to like fix the algorithm. <laughs> but here's the thing. That was then. That was before Ice Planet Barbarians. That was before the Orc Smuts. That was before the Monster Reverse Harems and the Dark Motorcycle Gang Romances. Like, it was then. I was a baby <laughs> in that world. So I think it was right after the holidays, this, this, these past holidays, where I found myself in another reading slump. And I wanted something weird. I didn't want something traditional. Like I didn't want your mafia romance or your like hockey romance or whatever Jackie fucking got into with her rock star romance. I was like, I don't want that. But I wanted something weird. But I also didn't want something dark. And I didn't want like the like alien smut or blue dicks or tails or tusks. Like I just, I didn't want that either. Right. I just wanted like normal people kind of 
but doing weird shit. I don't know else how to describe it. So I was doing some research, uh, like a general romance on Google. Uh, I do not actually advise that you do that. Don't search. You're going to come up with some weird shit. But I did come across this website. It is called romance.io. This site basically lets you build your own romance. It, it has like a whole catalog database of basically every romance erotica novel out there from everything from like the super innocent young adult romance all the way up to the pure just porn. Okay. How it works is when you go to the search, you have all these categories from the relationship style, the genre, what tropes you want, what tropes you don't want. So you can take things out. I have learned recently I am not for the cheating trope. So I immediately X that out. And then I'm looking at it and I see that Omegaverse. And I go, I remember those crazy bitches on BookTok talking about the Omegaverse. Clicked on it. But then I also unclicked the dark. I was like, I don't want anything dark. And right there at the top was this book called Baby Late Night Howlers. And it had the most ridiculous cover. But I read the synopsis and I was like, oh. And then I read the thing where it calls it the sweet verse. And I was like, okay. Then I went to Goodreads and all of the reviews are like, this is so fucking adorable. So adorable. It's so fucking cute. I was like, I think this is what I want. So it's on Kindle Unlimited. Went there, opened it, read it very, very quickly. And I am obsessed now with the Omegaverse. Um, I have not ventured too deep into it yet. It gets very, very deep. Um, I, I tried to a little bit, like I went through not the deep end per se, but it was like, you know, the little slope in the pool where you, you go until you can't like keep your head above water. I tried that and I did not like it. Okay. So I, I backed up quickly, but we are going to get into the sweet verse. And, you know, as always, what did I do, Jackie? I said, right at. Yeah. You forced it on me. I think we had like a little um, crash course in what Omegaverse was, right? Before you started reading it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, Jackie, Jackie, let me just, I got to explain this to you. Yeah. And I'm not an expert on either. I just gave her the basics, which uh, I'm about to give you right now. These are the basics of the Omegaverse. Okay. Listen up. Omegaverse, also known as, I didn't even know this. I had, <laughs> I found this. It's also known as ABO. Because it's abbreviation of the alpha, beta, omega. So Omegaverse or ABO, it is a subgenre of speculative erotic fiction, which I did not even know was a thing. Mm -mm. So that is another, <laughs> it's a subgenre of that subgenre. And originally a subgenre of erotic slash fan fiction. Also did not know that was a thing. <laughs> so I, when I was looking a little deep, I, I don't know this for sure. If you're listening to this and I'm wrong, I don't fucking care. You can let me know on Twitter. I'll, I'll fix it eventually. But my research looked like this was some sort of anime thing that started going off the deep ends and the fanfic that was written and done and all the fan art. So I think that's where it started. Okay. Its premise is that a dominance, a dominance hierarchy exists in humans, which are divided into dominant, which are the alphas, neutral, the betas, and the submissive, the omegas. This hierarchy determines how people interact with one another in romantic, erotic, and sexual context. 
typically what you're going to find when you pick up an omega verse especially if it's got like the breeding thing in it, is that the omegas are the ones that can successfully breed other omegas and alphas with the alphas. So they don't involve the betas, but the betas can do whatever they want with each other and with the omegas or the alphas. Who fucking knows? I don't know. (laughs) It depends on the book. There's no hard and fast rules when it comes to omegaverse. So when that author starts typing, it could go anywhere. The three though, the alpha, that is the socially... Some argue even biologically dominant, physically built, short-tempered, and a natural leader. It's your bossy pants, okay? Beta, depending on the story, they are regular human beings or have like a mix of alpha and omega traits and or like their own unique traits. It could be whatever, but they're just normal. Omegas are the submissive and gentle, the calm, peacemaker, and depending on what you're reading, the breeders. Everyone following? Tracking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is fucking weird. (laughs) Okay. Baby and the Late Night Howlers, the book overview. And remember, it is available with Kindle Unlimited if you have a subscription or you can get the ebook uh, on Amazon. Here we go. Baby's heat is coming. After years of assuming she was a beta, discovering her Omega designation in a biker bar surrounded by alphas isn't exactly fulfilling any fantasies for Baby. She only wanted to get laid, not get knotted with a K, bitten and bonded. Now Baby's entire life is about to turn upside down. With the sexual frenzy of her heat on its way, she needs to find a pack, a nest, and alpha she can trust. The late night howlers have given up hope. After years of waiting for an Omega to choose them, this motorcycle club of alphas is ready to move on with their lives until one sweet woman takes a chance on them. A rundown bar and apartment building is no place to spoil a new Omega, but the Howlers are determined to do right by Baby when she needs them. All they have to do is keep her satisfied while resisting the mouth-watering temptation to bite and bond her permanently. When a rival MC comes sniffing after Baby, her safety is put at risk and the Howlers may be torn apart forever. Because nobody puts Baby in the corner. (laughs) Excellent timing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jackie, what do we got for the reviews? Uh, Reviews on IMDb because it has not been adapted. So no. Yeah, reviews on Goodreads. Sorry. (laughs) Get it, Jackie. You got it. You're doing a great job. No, I'm so drunk. Jackie is doing amazing. It's okay, Jackie. Continue. Okay. Reviews on Goodreads, because it has not been adapted. 4.06 out of 5. That's about 10,500 ratings. Something like uh, just 1,056 reviews. The highest uh, concentration is 39%, and that's 5 out of 5. And 4 out of 5 is 35%, and the remaining 3 to 1%, or 3 to 1 out of 5 stars is 24% total. Yes. So, first... Great job, Jackie. (laughs) Go for it, go for it. First 5 out of 5 is, this was so heartwarming. The amount of cuddling was insane. There's a lot of cuddling in this book. 
There really is. I really liked it. Uh, second read, loved it just as much. So two reads, five out of five. I'm with you. I might read this again too. I'm not gonna lie. Because <laughs> I've been trying to find one that is similar and does it justice, but I haven't, I haven't really found it yet. <laughs> you go, go ahead and read the next five out of five, Jack. You got this. Okay. Uh, five out of five. I love Omegaverse. That's it. That's the whole review. Period. Fin. <laughs> a fan. Yeah. They're they're yeah. yeah. They're stuck. They're for life. They're ride or die with Omegaverse. Mel, why don't you read the uh, three yeah. out of five? <laughs> I got this. it, Jackie. I okay. got the rest. Don't worry. Three out of five. I'm convinced that no matter how asterisk asterisk bad a Catherine Moon book is, it still isn't that bad. Because I really enjoy her writing. This book was objectively fine. I didn't love the biker gang vibe and setting, which was only personal preference. I only read it to get the more popular sequels. So it was a good intro to the world that was a fast and entertaining read. Yeah, the the sequels to this are really weird. I feel like they, they don't connect, but that's whatever. I think you can read Lola's books, the ones that are after this, without reading this. Mm-hmm. So I think you're fine. Next three out of five. This was fun, but there are so many alphas, it was confusing. I don't even think I know who she ended up bonding with. (laughs) Then I realized that when I started referring to them as thing one and thing two interchangeably, it worked. Unfortunately, it also meant all the alphas, including the mates, became part of the background noise. (laughs) Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. One out of five. Nope, nope, nope. Omega verses are gross and creepy. So it's just, it's not your thing. You're rating a genre, not the book at this point. But it's fine. If you don't like it, don't do it. Last one out of five. Why on earth would you give me two names each to about 12 fucking characters and expect me to remember? Cry happy face, cry happy face, cry happy face, cry happy face, cry happy face. DNF. That's, you know what? It's fair. (laughs) Well, I want to know when though. Um, and I will sympathize with them because they, I couldn't keep them straight. That is true. And actually, like, I had to go back and look at the character list because I was like, wait a minute. Is this the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. So it's okay, though. It's okay. This is the part where Jackie and I do a 180 from our main show where we tell you how it's adapted. We're going to tell you now how we think it should be adapted. First, who's your favorite character, Jackie, and who would you cast to play them? Bullet, a.k.a. Quincy, and I would say Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why don't you give everyone just like a little description of Mr. Bullet? He's described as big and blonde, but like not that big, like muscular big like he takes up a whole side of a booth he's also kind of broody and like he's your grumpy for the grumpy sunshine actually they're all kind of grumpy yeah but he's like their security guy yeah so he's that dude i think chris hemsworth would be good i think you could put chris hemsworth in anything and it'd be just fine yeah (laughs) mel yeah i am gonna go with green slash ryan he's the pot grower Yes, he is. And he has like, um, I think he has, he's ex-military as well. He's got some weird, also he's super smart. Mm-hmm. And I think he was like a, he's got a lot of stuff going for him. But he's described as um like, 
not that he's Asian, but you could definitely tell that he has uh, some sort of Asian heritage, like he in his in his blood. So I automatically thought of Daniel Henney, and he's in the X Men Origins Wolverine. He is also mixed. His dad's British, and I believe his mom is Korean. Uh, but he is fine. So I'm gonna go with that. You just make him a little bit dirtier and ruggy and I th- rugged, and I think he would be Ryan for sure, Mister yeah, Green. Definitely. I see. Are you it. looking at him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daniel Henney. <laughs> All right. We have our actors have been like, you know what? I'll do it. I want to do this. Who and how is this getting adapted, Jackie? I, I honestly don't have any opinions on it because I don't know who would pick this up. <laughs> this is what I said. Okay, so we have our Netflix originals. I don't think this would be a Netflix original per se, but I definitely think it would be some independent foreign production company with a minimal budget that would do it. And then Netflix would immediately buy it and put it on the like, you need to watch this and like shove it down your throat for three weeks until you're like, like fine. That's 365 it. days. Yes. Yes. Every time I, I open, and I don't like watch stuff like that either. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be one thing if Amazon Prime did that because the shit I'm reading on my Kindle, I get it. Yeah. Like I get if Amazon Prime video was like, hey, slut, but Netflix? No. <laughs> I don't watch that stuff on Netflix. Okay. So we have our foreign independent, like, I, I don't know. It's it's getting made like in Hungary. Okay. And Netflix is like, cool bought it what scene has to be in there for you to consider watching this so i say when bullet or quincy whatever Mm -hmm. chris hemsworth finally bites baby that was a big tension release wasn't it it was like for something so weird as that you're like please do it yes i did it right i agree well yeah because he was he was just like no i'm not gonna do it without uh scorches permission and stuff like that and then finally he was like you know what fuck him i'm gonna do it i love how ryan was like i don't give a fuck yeah i'm gonna do whatever i want (laughs) i'm an alpha too yeah that's why i like him okay i think that the scene where the lady from the omega shelter comes and does like a like a home visit it's almost like you're adopting a dog or something. They come and they look at the house and they want to see if it's fit. You know, they do an introduction as well, a little interview. And they're supposed to show the nest because that's a thing for Omegas is they need to nest. And usually that involves like a small closed off space uh, with just enough room for like them and their mates and warm, fluffy pillow. It sounds amazing. That's actually what it sounds like. Yeah. When I see that, I go, I want a nest. <laughs> but so... Baby has interviewed some other alpha groups or packs, as they call them. Um, and they're very, very wealthy. They have these like immaculate nesting rooms that are just full of everything, right? And she's like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. But she has a feeling for the howlers, right? So the woman asks to see the nest. And they are like, okay, real nervous. And they start walking her back like behind the bar, the kitchen. They go downstairs. They're like passing supply stuff that's coming in for their business are you talking about the uh uh black phone basement room 
Yes, the black phone basement they take her into and walk her all the way to the back to this bare-ass cement room that has no windows. And there's just like a bed, but it's not put together. It's like one of those like uh, metal frames that you get with a mattress and it's just like leaning up against the wall. And they're just like, well, I mean, we just didn't get get to it they didn't put together because they didn't think like baby was gonna pick them so they weren't putting a lot of effort into it but the woman is just like this is unacceptable (laughs) this i need that i need that in this movie i want to see how they play it out i want to see how they set up that black room basement to be like this is where your your uh the mother of your children um is gonna have to spend her time (laughs) during her heat you're gonna come down here and not her (laughs) in the corner God. <sighs> did we explain what nodding was no we no. didn't and i think that's just something we're gonna leave for another time it's too much to get into yeah um and this there's too much with an omegaverse i don't want to fire hose these people <laughs> i would advise maybe you don't go look it up but if you if you have a friend that reads a lot of like weird romance maybe ask them um or just you know tune in next time we'll, we'll make sure we get nodding or into the mix. Or maybe I'll a, just put it on Twitter, okay? Or a biologist who... <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> who studies wolves. Yeah. Something like that. All right, Jackie. Okay. Our, our Hungarian, our Hungarian uh, production company figured out a way to get Daniel Henney and uh, Chris Hemsworth to sign on to this project. <laughs> and the screenwriters added our scenes into oh, it. Uh, are you going to watch it? Uh. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie as much as i love this book and this concept i don't know about watching it it just would be weird and kind of awkward yeah yeah but it is so fucking cute this book is so cute i don't know i think why i wouldn't want to watch it is because i believe it's gonna lose that cuteness on screen I don't have any faith in anybody's ability to adapt this at all. No. No. It's going to be bad. No. (laughs) It's going to be like 365 days. Yeah, just with like a, like with 12 extra dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Like the boat scene. (laughs) (laughs) The yacht scene. A montage with like four or five different guys. Oh my oh god. god. I can't. I can't. I can't. Because, like, the biting, too, would just be really kind of gross. Well, the biting doesn't come until the end, but still. I. But still, like, it's seeing that, you're just like, ugh. <sighs> and now I'm picturing it in the reference of 365 <laughs> days, so none of it's going well. I'm just thinking of uh, uh, Den of Vipers, or like... <laughs> How did she not get pregnant? Um, and they mention birth control nonstop in this book. They do. Nonstop. They do. But still, it's just like, how is she not bleeding to death from all the bites? I just, I, that's I another know. thing. Well, apparently, like, their licks heal it, like the enzymes or hormones in their yeah, saliva. I, 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 get, I get that, but She still. does have a lot of bites. Yeah, Jackie's like, it's going to get infected. <laughs> Lip, shoulders, just, both shoulders. Yeah, just, Jackie's going to be like the hand. nest mother, like with the yeah. neosporin. She's like, I have some neosporin. Let's let's just, let's put some ice on it too. 
Yep. All right, let's recap what we've learned. Okay, Omegaverse, that's your biological dominance hierarchy that's dictating status and who's going to breed with who and how that's going to work. <laughs> also, it just means no more fem- feminism. <laughs> like, we're, it just, that's just out the window. Okay, So if you are a hardcore feminist or, or if you get easily offended by anything that even slightly hints at women not being in control, um, just don't read this. Gone. But on the, the serious side of it, though, a lot of these Omega that I've been reading – if you don't go the dark route, um, the omegas actually do have a lot of power over the males, but it's in a more biological way because the alphas are like, oh, my God, I need to protect her and take care of her and care for her and, uh, <laughs> you know, give her everything. <laughs> so it's a different kind of control. <sighs> so that's a little intro. Sorry to uh, the sweet verse. Dipping our toes in the omega verse. It is a fucking adorable book. I I definitely urge you if you're open-minded and up for something a little weird and kinky baby in the in the late night howlers by Catherine moon get it and not dark like den of vipers yeah i one of the books i recently read was by addison kane and it's like born to be bound or something like that and i was perfectly fine with it until we got to this cheating trope and it fucking wrecked me so (laughs) And apparently that's like Addison Kane's thing. She writes a lot of Omegaverse, but it's <sighs> like a you're you're gonna wanna die. So Catherine Moon, sweet verse, start there. <laughs> and yeah. don't go to the deep end quite yet. I'm yeah. not ready for it. Next week, we're going to that age old pairing. Those witches and those vampires. Anne Rice would be so proud. Rest in peace, herself. But yeah, Witches and Vampires next week in Katie Wismer's The Marionettes, which I fucking love this book. Read it a while ago. Me too. This was the start of when we were getting back into reading. And this author um, is finally getting some recognition. But I will call her out on everything. She's like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So Katie Wismer's uh, The Marionettes, book one. There are three now, but we'll be talking about book one next episode. Yeah. So uh, yeah. You know, until then, uh, be smutty. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.